0: If you buy and sell vehicles for a profit or you want to, you're in the right place. This is the Flipping Genius Podcast. Our number one goal is to help our listeners make more money. Every episode, we share information, ideas, and experiences of real-life car flippers. I'm Randy Lee. I'm the host of Flipping Genius. I've flipped cars most of my life. For over a dozen years now, I've been a licensed dealer. I am working to build the best podcast about successfully flipping cars for a consistent profit. Let's get to it, flippers. Hey, welcome back to Flipping Genius. Hope you guys had a great uh holiday season. As of as of this moment, I'm recording uh the week after Thanksgiving 2022. Um little behind schedule. Uh but hey, it's it's thanksgiving time and football time and all that good stuff so it just got a couple days behind but we're uh, recording a special episode episode 146 of flipping genius the podcast about car flipping but it's also the podcast about life right because that's that's really what everything is about everything as we said a couple weeks ago um the uh, the title of this one is becoming you uh because I, I've been thinking a lot as we approach the beginning of the year, it's always time for me to start locking into my plans for the next year and, and figure out where I've been, where I want to go. And with that in mind, it gets a really good idea to take a an inventory of yourself and who you are and who you want to be. And I, I thought, well, I got to share it with the flippers and, and help you get on track wherever that track takes you. Uh, as I study this more and more and discuss it with, with the most important person in my life, my beautiful bride, Terry, we recognize that we're all different and we have a a different path to travel. We have different desires and different motivations. And we're going to, we're going to hit these, these, uh, these opportunities in life and approach them in a different angle. Um, Keep that in mind as you listen to what I have to say, as you, as you as you hear what others say on the, the car flipping forum, everybody has their, their best intent, I believe in mind most of the time, uh, but it doesn't always apply to you. You know, it, not directly. What, what Randy Lee would do is not what you might do. Um, you may do it completely differently or slightly differently, but it doesn't mean we can't learn from each other. We can, we can learn a lot from each other if we just listen And we can learn even more I believe when we share so I want to encourage all of you to interact on the car flipping forum if you're not a member of the flipping genius car flipping forum yet uh, just search flipping genius on Facebook and you'll find our car flipping forum it continues to grow it continues to be active and more active and more interactive and the, and the more we're we're interacting with each other uh the more better it will be <laughs> so uh today we're going to talk about becoming you and i'm, I'm going to use myself as an example uh i'm an interesting example because uh everybody's got a different path that they follow some of you have been on the same path all your life some of you are just getting started on that path i mean exciting an exciting interview last week with a young man who who is obviously on track to do some big things in the car business but very much you know different than me different from you um but we can learn from each other and we can be inspired by each other too um I just I made a little list here boom where's that there it is (laughs) of of the things that I've become over the years I, I I thought this was this was interesting. Uh, it, like I said, it's a self analysis. I encourage you to do something similar. I'm gonna share my history with you in hopes that it will encourage you to look at your history. And I, I'm, I'm hoping also that it's gonna encourage you to recognize the value in whatever you're doing right now and the value in what you've done before and how it can affect what you're doing right now. Um, one of the, the questions I want you to ask yourself between now and the beginning of 2023, or whenever you're listening to this, but specifically if you're listening to this in real time at the end of 2022, ask yourself, what, where do I want to go? What do I want to be? What do I want to come of the efforts that I'm making in my flipping business? Uh, it's huge. It's a huge answer, but you've got to ask yourself that. You've got to you've got to find that answer because if, if you don't have a target to shoot for, you know, you're just shooting off into the woods. Now I, I heard a great story about that, but I'm not gonna not gonna get off track. I'm gonna stay on track here. <laughs> I uh I I, I listen uh, so much these days to uh, audiobooks as I walk and it's fantastic, it's a fantastic way to entertain yourself. To exercise and to to educate yourself, I, I encourage you greatly to do that too, um, but uh, so I'm constantly hearing these stories I want to share with you. But I, I gotta I gotta keep her on track. So becoming you, I, I I thought about it. What did I become first? What did I become first? And the first thing that I thought of becoming, of course, I was a baby. <laughs> and the next thing I I, I became, I'm sure that in as in, in my mind's eye as I think about that moment when I was born, and, and I'm taking her all the way back. I'm not going to go into great detail, but I'm just talking about what did I become? First, I became a son I was the son of my parents. They brought me home and I became a brother. I was a brother to my siblings. I had, had two brothers and a sister at that time. Later on, I, I became the big brother to two other guys. And uh, uh, it wasn't long after that, um, they made me a Catholic. And, uh, if you know much about Catholicism, that means they baptized me. Now don't, don't block me out saying though, this, this guy, I can't listen to him anymore. We're not going to go into a lot of details on that. Um, but if you want details, feel free to write me flipping questions at gmail.com. Um, along the way, I become a friend. I remember my, my first friendship. I remember was a guy named Robert Cruz who lived two doors down from me and Robert taught me a lot of stuff he was a year older than me which is a big deal when you're like four years old uh robert taught me how to communicate with the police and it was not a very good lesson because uh, the policeman rolled the window down and said do you know what that means when you do what robert cruz told me to do and i said no and he said don't do it anymore but i'll just tell you it had to do with my middle finger (laughs) i was about four years old and i was flipping off a policeman um i I love policemen i love what you guys do so please don't hold that against me either but that's just what robert cruz taught me Uh, my first friend he taught me how to throw snowballs at cars he taught me how to skip school when i was when i was in kindergarten we skipped school throwing snowballs at cars and as far as i I can remember that was a pretty good day and that was the next thing i became was a student and then later on because i was a catholic i became an altar boy so all these are this things that I was becoming, you know, and, and in life, we become things. But as we get older, a lot of times we stop becoming things, we just get stuck in this, this rut of where we're at. Uh, now you're going to hear my, my history, and I want you to compare it to your history. I, I would love I would love to hear you guys, I'd love to for you to share. Your history with me just jot down a, a, an outline of, of of what you've become after you listen to mine write yours email it to me flippingquestions at gmail.com love to I, w- I would love to see what what where you've been where you are going uh because we're going to talk about where we're going later too um and this is probably going to be at least a two-part series guys because because i'm old <laughs> and i've i've done a lot of stuff but man this is integral in the success of where we go is knowing where we've been and then recognizing where we wanna go. My first job, uh, I was 10 years old. My first job was as a golf caddy. I, I caddied at Inverness Country Club in Toledo, Ohio. And there's many colorful stories about my career as a golf caddy. And I'm not gonna get all, into all of them here uh, because that's not what this is about. But it was very colorful and I learned a lot from all the guys. What a what a what an interesting experience sending a 10 year old boy five years from from his house on a bicycle every day to interact with about i don't know some like 200 guys from ages 10 to 18 and uh there's all kind of all kind of lessons were learned there and eventually i was uh i i I was one of the instructors (laughs) of the lessons there at everness it wasn't long after that that i became i i wrote businessman but it really was business boy uh I learned that golf balls, I, I was good at finding them, and, and they could be sold, and they, they, they shut down the, the private course on Mondays, and we could go play golf for free at this beautiful golf course, but it was a five-mile ride on my bicycle uh, with my five iron. I'd go over and play golf occasionally, but I found it much more productive to take the golf balls I had found and take them over to the public course and sell them there so it was my first business venture really uh it was a lot of fun making money having money to spend on football cards or whatever 10-year-old boys spend their money on and uh I recall uh setting up my shop there on about the fourth or fifth hole at at Ottawa Park Golf Course in Toledo Ohio uh I I I knew about marketing already I I knew you'd clean them clean your golf balls up they had to be shiny then I go into the, the the garbage cans at Inverness or wherever I could find boxes of empty golf ball box containers, both the sleeves and the big boxes. I would re- repackage the balls that I had found in the ditch and in the in the high grass, and I'd put them in these boxes so they looked like they were brand new. I uh, I had a a, uh, a little snap on the front of my my bike, so I could I could clamp uh, clamp the balls in there and carry them over in a in a milk uh, carton basket of some sort. Um, and I would uh, I'd set up my little stand there next to the green, next to the tee. And I'd sell my golf balls. And I, I can't remember how much I got for them, but it was a, a pretty fair price. It was a lot better price than they'd get at the pro shop, but it was a lot better price for me than I would get any place else. Because these guys, you know, it's, it's supply and demand. I have golf balls, they're losing them. And I've got a good price. It got to be where the golfers knew if they you know, you can get some from the kid on the fourth or fifth hole. Once, once that got back to the pro shop, and as the pro shop was looking for me, and they chased me away. But I was also set up right next to the woods, so I could jump on my J.C. Higgins bike and rip through the woods with my balls. They never caught me, and they never, they never absconded with my balls, which they definitely would have wanted to do. But that was my my biz, my big thing. That was the first thing that I became on my own. I became. A, a small businessman, an entrepreneur of sorts. Um, I didn't have a license. Uh, I'm sure it was not legal, but I was 10. I wasn't really worried about that. But I was making money on my own, and it was my first thing that I became. Um, now, I, about the same time, I became a football player, and, and that was a, a big part of my life, but that was a different story. Uh, not long after this, uh, Robert Cruz again uh, helped me become an employee. He he got me a job at where his mother worked, and he worked at Sterling Milk Store. And uh, we he and I I think altered alternated days, and we uh, we stocked the the uh, the cooler. Um, there's a lot more stories to go with that. Not going to tell you. I'm not going to tell you all the stories. Now along the way, I I also worked. Uh, in my teenage years at, at a few restaurants, and uh, I, I did some things that I, I think I w- you would call uh, criminal, so I guess I became a criminal. Um, we, uh, I guess all kids get into some mischief. I'm, I, I definitely definitely did that. I won't go into great detail. I don't know the statute of limitations is on that kind of stuff. So uh, uh, I became a wrestler. I became a shot putter. Along the way, I eventually became a boyfriend to somebody. I, I, I don't know if they considered me that or if I considered me that, but but that's something to become too. And uh, you know, worked my way through through school and uh, did all that kind of stuff. And my first serious job was, uh, you know, outside of the, the typical stuff that that kids do when they're they're going to high school uh, was as a garbage man (laughs) now it was a summer job and I and I got promotions one after the other because guys were getting hurt out of the job one guy had a hand cut off another guy had a heart attack and and eventually I got I got promoted all the way up to where I was driving a a uh, a big Diamond Rio it seemed like it was like a six speed or something like seven speed I can't remember uh how many how many gears there were but it is a, a big rear load garbage truck and i had to drive it all the way out from one side of town to the other side of town um i don't know if you're supposed to have a special license to do that i did not have one and i was working for a, a big company and I, amazingly i made it back and forth uh i don't know how long they had me driving that thing but it that was a dangerous venture and i never heard anybody and uh and that was so i got elevated from the guy who who paints the containers to the guy who, who first promotion was loading the back of the truck, next promotion was uh, driving and loading the truck. And I tell you this because uh, just like when I was younger and I saw the opportunity uh, as a golf caddy to to make some extra money on the side, I made more money on the side selling those golf balls that I did I think all week uh, caddying. I realized that the real money uh on that garbage truck wasn't being made on the front or the back of that truck it was the guy who owned the truck and it wasn't long uh i saved up enough money to buy a truck of my own it wasn't a garbage truck it was a pickup truck and i built a, a a bed on the back of built uh, uh build up the the side walls of the bed so that i could i could load that garbage truck and i, I started Abercadaver waste removal and that was my first my first venture into uh you know, formal business. I suppose um, I, I went out and made sales. I, I I basically stole accounts from from other companies. Uh, I knew what they were paying, so it was pretty easy for me to undercut the the deals because I could read paperwork and I understood what things were. Um, and I, I got the uh, I got the Abercadaver Waste Removal Company running, and uh, that was pretty exciting. I'm going to take a little break here. When I come back, I'll tell you about how that venture wound up. All right, we're going to get back to becoming you. <laughs> That's the title of this one. And uh, so along the way, I'm telling you about how I was becoming me. And at that point in time, I had become the owner of the abracadabra waste removal company. Actually, I had a, a picture of a rabbit jumping out of a top hat on the side of a, of a, uh, a, a fiber wood, board side board of this this old pickup truck old Ford pickup truck and uh it was going okay you know I was I was uh, literally loading this thing by hand out of dumpsters it was nasty nasty but the money was good a lot better than it was if I was working for somebody else and I was excited because I could make some money and I thought now the key is to expand um you learn along the way if you're becoming you it means you're making mistakes <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to talk more about that and how it affects what you do right now in the car flipping business or what you want to do in the car flipping business I was making mistakes which meant I was learning in these lessons I had no idea but these lessons were going to benefit me later and the first one the first stupid thing I did was expand too quickly um I wouldn't say it was the first thing I did there's a whole bunch of stupid things I'd done before that but I didn't recognize them yet But when I expanded too quickly and bought a second truck and both trucks broke down, I had no money in my reserves at all. That's when Abercadaver waste removal disappeared. (laughs) and It literally literally did the truck no longer showed up to pick the, pick up the dumpsters. Now you might, you might wonder if you're thinking this through, how did I get dumpsters? Well, I, I worked all that out. I didn't have to have my own dumpsters. We rented the dumpsters from my competitors. And I would just talk to my customers. I'd say, uh, call you know BFI, call waste management, call the other company, and tell them that you're shutting down for remodeling or something like that, and you want to keep the uh, the dumpster there on the premise. And you'll call them when you need a dump, and they're going to charge you a, a little flat fee, which I'll deduct from the bill for me. So we'll we're we're growing so fast that I can't keep pace with the dumpster demand. I'm pretty sure that was. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was the, the terminology that I used. So uh, anyway, lots of, lots of things I should have done differently, uh, but I was only uh, 17 or 18 years old. I didn't know all the answers yet. <laughs> I am 62 years old now. I do not know all the answers yet either. Uh, but now I'm smart enough to know that. Back then, I don't think I did. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Um So uh, yes, Abracadabra, it it was kind of humorous if you're thinking about it. It disappeared, it was gone. Um, I I cannot remember exactly, you know, I was becoming a lot of things back in those days, and and then uh, it was time for college. And uh, in between um, college and and, 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 uh, football and track, uh, like I said, I was a a shot putter. I I had to uh, make some money and I, I, got a job with a clothing store, uh, called Harry's Clothing. And I became, I became a salesman for the first time. Uh, a, a fellow by the name of Ray Tohulski, I remember, uh, he would, he didn't like me a lot. Uh, but he, uh, I think he liked me more than a couple other guys. So I got the job and Ray taught me about the clothing business. And he taught me about selling to the extent that he could. And I learned a lot from Ray. I learned a lot about, about men's clothes. I learned about business. I learned about, about wooing a customer. Um, a lot of things I forgot. A lot of things I chose to forget because I was nothing like Ray and didn't necessarily want to be like him. We were very different people, but I tell you this because I learned some stuff that made me a lot of money later on. And I'm thankful, to Ray, he had no idea what what he did. He didn't think the stuff that I learned was the stuff that was going to be valuable, uh, but it was it was uh, it paid off. And that's what uh, we're going to learn as as this story goes forward. What you do today will make you money in the future. It will do it no matter what. But if you'll keep your head on a swivel and keep your eyes open, it will make you even more money. If you're making, you're paying attention to what's going on you'll you'll do a lot better than if you're you do everything uh, just by accident so that's why i'm trying to encourage you take a look at where you've been take a look at where you're going and then we're going to make out a plan now if you've been listening to flipping genius since day one you've probably heard at least a couple episodes about setting goals and if you know me and you've heard heard me talk you know that i've got my my clipboard I keep track every single day of my goals, of where I've been, of where I'm going. I've been doing this for years, so it is not like I'm just making this stuff up. I absolutely practice what I preach, and I'm walking you through where what I'm walking through right now. I'm getting ready for 2023. I encourage you to do the same thing, and that's why we're talking about this. So uh, I became a salesman at a men's clothing store. Uh, it was a... Uh, a store that concentrated on big and tall men. I was a big and tall man, mostly big. Um, played offensive guard and I and I needed big clothes, uh, not as much as I was going to eventually. But uh, I, I learned a lot while I was there. The next step for me, I became a husband. Yeah, <laughs> probably much to the chagrin of, of my first wife. But uh, uh, as, as life was progressing, life keeps coming at you. and You keep becoming things. Sometimes out of necessity, sometimes out of desire. And my next step along this way, uh, next new thing was to become not just a salesman, but a life insurance salesman. And I went to work for a company called John Hancock. I'm sure that you've heard of them. Uh, and I, I am of the belief here in the, the year 2022, that, that the two hardest things to sell are advertising and life insurance. Now, I haven't sold everything, but I I think of these two things as something, uh, a situation where you walk in with nothing and you you leave with money and they have technically nothing but hope and security. I'm not saying the life insurance is not nothing, it's very important, but it is is something that is not uh, like a car or a house or clothing or something tangible you can feel and see it is a, a belief that you have to instill in someone, and I love it. I, I, I love that that, that that was where I went first because it made everything else easier from that point on because you had to establish relationships. You had to, to be able to communicate so that people understood where they wanted to go. They needed you to protect themselves and their families to get there. There's so much more to that, but but uh, I, that was the next thing I became, was a life insurance salesman. Believe me, believe me, everything I learned at John Hancock and along the way in other, in other capacities with other companies was substantially beneficial in everything that I did from that point on. Um, I, I, uh, I, I don't know if I would go back and do it again. I don't know if I'm that brave, but uh, that was where I took everything to start with. I eventually became um an investment advisor because I got licensed for securities. Uh I um I I along the way became the most important thing maybe that I have ever become and that was a father. And uh and I was doing it in the midst the the midst of, of, of this crazy uh turbulent time uh of of trying to make something out of nothing. And uh, not knowing what the next paycheck would bring, but the next paycheck was bigger, much bigger than it had been ever before, and and the insurance business was a good opportunity for me, and and uh, I, I I aspired uh, to greatness there, maybe because I, it was competitive, it was in, in similar to uh, athletics. I could set goals, I could uh, attain goals, I could attack it, I could work at my own pace. Um, I I, I I was while I was on the same uh, chart as other people, I had a chance to defeat them in my mind. Um, so it was a great as a great uh, thing to become for me, um, and it, and it led to so many other things. And along the way, I became a sales manager, and I became an independent agent where I could represent multiple companies. I became a district sales manager for that same company. Um, and, and all of these things gave me an opportunity to learn how to supervise others, to recruit others, and to, uh, you know, to build uh, different um, avenues of, of revenue, uh, in different markets, like like the, the business market um, and, you know, commercial insurance. And I learned a lot. A lot this is a long time ago so i'm, I'm trying to i'm trying to they'll bring this up but i learned a lot it took me a lot of other places and uh it it, it forever is in my back pocket and and uh i i, I have life insurance now I, I absolutely believe in life insurance um and if you if you need some call maury caribbean <laughs> more maury, maury's my agent he's in chattanooga tennessee he's a great guy and and yeah if, you, if you're if you if you like hey that's something I need to take care of I'm I'm sure Maury can take care of you Maury Carimian check him out <laughs> Maury, more owe me dinner now um so that was that was the next the next step on my on my becoming something and sometimes sometimes things don't go the way you plan sometimes you're you're building your ladder you you're you're driving Towards a goal, and I was i i had I had my eye on the prize, and i was I was shooting towards a direction that I wanted to be in, and some things happened that changed that if I get back, I'm gonna tell you more about that So things happened that were kind of out of my control that uh. Derailed all my big plans, and I had to find a new way, a new direction, to take this train. And uh, I had responsibilities to meet. I needed, I needed to make some money to meet those, and I needed to move fast. Now, fortunately, because I've been working in one of the most difficult types of selling, and I've been making contacts all over by now, the uh, uh, the uh, southeastern portion of Tennessee, the northwestern portion of Georgia, and some parts of Alabama, I had made contacts with a lot of business people. And before you knew it, I was in industrial supply sales. Sounds kind of bizarre, but the fact was a lot of the same doors that I'd walked in to talk about the intangible of insurance also needed to talk about the tangible products that I offered as an industrial supply salesperson. This is kind of a short-lived deal, uh, looking for money, and I knew that that I was able to communicate. So all those things that I had done gave me a chance to get indoors. And the next thing I, I knew I was doing something that I enjoyed more uh and I was in, in uh outdoor sign sales and that led to advertising sales and everything led to another thing. You know that's that was fascinating to me how everything you did led to something else because the tools that I had developed in in those other those other opportunities in the insurance business and then in in, in uh industrial sales led me to be highly successful in advertising sales i, I worked in uh print advertising back when there was print advertising um and i was very successful working with uh companies who were in the uh transportation business um i, I think it's uh, I, I don't i don't i don't know if i want to mention all the companies so i'm not going to uh mention them i, I don't but I I worked in print advertising with one of the largest companies in the uh, promotion of of uh, used vehicles of all types, and that taught me so much. I learned I learned a lot about about a different type of intangible advertising. Again. I I watched how much people would spend to promote what they were trying to sell and I, I learned how that type of promotion could benefit what what worked and what didn't work not only you know if you're doing advertising it's not about how much money you throw at something it's about how effective that advertising is, and, and is it reaching the right eyes, and tell telling the next the correct message. And I was learning all this as I was going because I was getting in the doors, the same doors that I had gotten in before. Because getting in the door was such a key. Because you, if you get in the door, you have the opportunity to tell a story. And I already knew how to tell a story because of the other opportunities I'd done before. Now, are you saying? Are you thinking to yourself, Randy? Why are you telling me this? Well, because man. Whatever you've done in the past will help you in the future. Whatever you're doing right now is going to benefit you in the future. And you may be doing 100% car flipping. You may be a 100% uh, licensed car dealer already. But chances are, if you're listening to the flipping genius, you're on your way. You're on your way to wherever you're going. You haven't already reached there. So I'm trying to reach out to you and say, hey, let's examine where you're at. Let's examine where you've been and let's figure out where you were going next. And it's the end of the year. It's a great time to get started and get on track to make sure that the next step you take is the right step for you. So that's that's what we're talking about it today. And if, if, if you don't like it, send me some hate mail or something to flipping questions at gmail.com. But I think, I think, I think this is extremely valuable to everybody that, that, that hears my voice and that's why I'm talking about it today. Um, so i am learning about advertising in my little story here and i'm 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 still that kid though okay i'm still the golf ball kid i'm still the kid with the garbage truck i'm still the guy who sees what's happening and i see that paycheck they're giving me which is pretty nice but i'm thinking i'm thinking there's more money on some other end of this deal and that's always in the back of my mind and that's what's made me an entrepreneur most of my life and remember remember way back when I learned about the clothing business when well, an opportunity came up I learned about an opportunity it it seems so crazy now i I have trouble piecing this together because there's it seems like a, it was a a skip on a record <laughs> but I opened up a company called the atlantic fashion company i used all the things that i had learned up to that point about business about selling about advertising and marketing about keeping costs down in business i'd seen other people make mistakes some of those mistakes had led them to not be my customer anymore and i decided i could start a a men's clothing business in chattanooga tennessee and i did and it was very successful. It was a lot of fun. And I, I swear I was drawn on the same stuff that I had learned way back from from Ray at Harry's clothing. I was drawing on on the the connections that I had built in in the insurance and investment business. I was building on on the connections that I had made in the in the advertising business. I was able to get out my Rolodex. If you don't know what a Rolodex is, uh, Google it. I was able to get that out and just start flipping through it. Um, for those of you who don't, if you're watching the, the video, this is this is what they look like. Right. It says Rolodex right there, and in there are all your contacts. <laughs> I still got one on my desk. Um, I, I I do use I do use electronic stuff now, but there's stuff there's still contacts in there. It, some of them may not be on my my mother, my but uh i I still have that thing, so I got out of the old Rolodex, which used to be packed full, and uh just went to town went to town making making that that uh Atlantic fashion company grow and uh what an amazing thing what an amazing thing that you could learn everything you'd learned was applicable. you didn't even recognize it you didn't recognize it going in, and that's what I'm trying to tell you, brothers, sisters whatever you're doing right now will help you you know even if you feel like you're falling on your face even if you you think why did I buy that car for $1,700 that I can only sell for $1,300 after after I put $500 in it well don't do that a lot but you're gonna do that you're gonna make mistakes mistakes as as way back when we had my buddy Ed Fox on F-O-X he said failure is not a period it's a comma and as long as you look at it that way you are leading driving your train in the right direction every now and then you're gonna have to pull it off those tracks and move it over here but just keep working at it man you will get to success as long as you are willing to keep working and and don't do things without paying attention remember what you learned the mistakes the good the bad take it with you and apply it to your next step and that was what i was doing when i started my clothing business it was a lot of fun and it led me to one of my favorite things i ever did and that was to coach high school football um how it led me to that what was the freedom the freedom of uh, being an entrepreneur gave me the opportunity to do something i loved and that was coach Uh, high school football in in chattanooga tennessee and had a great time um i did not get paid for that and i did not try to get paid for that however like everything in my life if i do it i get paid for it one way or another because my my head's on a swivel i'm looking for opportunities and and as i did that as i kept that head on my swivel and i and i went from this very poor school what i coached where i coached to coach against schools that had very uh, well supported programs. I recognized opportunities and I started an athletic equipment company and a, a save, sideline an advertising company that was pretty successful. It, it made some money and it, and it taught me again more stuff, more stuff, more stuff. And it led me. To the next step on this tour, this is so funny to relive this, and I hope you're hope you're amused as amused as I am at my own story um because the next step was again drawn on all that stuff, all that stuff that I had learned uh, the insurance business, the advertising business, the face to face sales calls the and now with coaching too you know and and uh I saw an opportunity in the market. I believe I was out the. At the time, I was tipping the scale well over three hundred pounds, so I went to buffets a lot. And I, w- I was out, maybe with with some of my players, and I and I noticed on the uh, newsstands, back then we still had paper stuff, and there I, I saw a hole in the marketplace in the real estate business. Uh, nobody had there was not a a, a magazine that was targeting investment real estate which is something i was starting to get into they started a a company called middleman magazine and uh you hear the middleman name that's that's lived on now for over 20 years uh and middleman magazine and and uh, and eventually middleman enterprises was a a way to reach the community at first in in uh, tennessee and later on in georgia and alabama uh, with information about investment properties and uh, real estate, mostly both both uh, residential and commercial, um, and I own the magazine. I published the magazine. I printed the magazine. I did every element of that business. Um, sometimes I, I'm I'm not I'm not very good. That's I'm learning this. i I could I could be better at delegating, but I was working a lot, but I worked when I wanted to Played golf when I wanted to Coached football when I wanted to. And, uh, I, by this time, I believe the, uh, the clothing business had been sold and, and I was, had moved on to, uh, doing the publishing along the way, I got involved in other businesses. Um, and I'm not going to go into the details on those, I, some of those I'm still involved in today and I, I I don't want to give away trade secrets, so I'll just say that that uh I've learned a lot from those too. Some involve retail uh some involve manufacturing and uh as you as you grow businesses you you draw on what you've done before, and I continue to draw on those things so I became a real estate investor, I became a licensed realtor uh and i I had a magazine that publicized what i did and put me at the forefront of that that business this was back in the 2000s most of you know in 2008 we had a terrible uh downfall in the real estate business and that like so many things you know it it, it could have been an opportunity to to grow or it could have been a situation where it was time to jump and i decided to, to do the latter instead of the former and I, I saw an opportunity at that time to get into a few different things, and one of them, surprisingly, was flipping cars. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about that in just a second. But along the way, I also did some fun stuff, like uh, became a songwriter. Uh, I uh, back in a couple of years earlier, I, I wrote a book about the real estate business, which was very successful. It gave me. Gave me an opportunity to uh, uh, network with investors all around the country. I, uh, if you want more mo- information about my r- real estate book, uh, email me flippingquestions at gmail.com. I'd Be happy to share that with you. Um, I became a builder uh, along with a couple partners. That's something that extended both in in the in the late late twenty tens. And again, in in 2019, I built a single family uh, here in in Alabama. Um, Again, all of these things led to other things. You draw on what you've learned and you become, you can become something different. Doesn't mean you're not what you used to be. You can just become more. It's fascinating, really. Life is fascinating. I mean, I became a songwriter in my 50s. I had been writing songs since I was a little boy, frankly, but... In an organized fashion I became a songwriter in my fifties I became a musician in my fifties I, I i didn't i just sang a cappella when I was a songwriter i be i became a musician and 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 learned how to play the guitar i I became an entertainer and a host I was actually paid to do this um to go perform and entertain people uh, I hosted a songwriter showcase uh here in in uh, in Alabama, uh, with other songwriters. And it, it's, it's amazing, it kind of amazes me. And that's really got what got me thinking about this, just thinking about all the things that I've been able to become over the years. And all of these things, all of these things have helped me become a better car flipper. And, you know, now a licensed car dealer. And a podcaster, obviously, and these days actually an, an industry consultant to the um, the auto industry in, in the form of the Independent Auto Dealers Association of Alabama. Uh, but all of these things all lead to more things, and now now it's time for all of us, and it's for me, to th- say what's next. What is next? What what am I going to do next on my journey? The first thing I'm going to do is take a break. All right. What's next? What's next for me and what's next for you are two different things. Or or maybe they're not. Maybe you have exactly the same path as me, but that would be highly, highly unlikely. Um, And and it's also something that will change uh, because circumstances, uh, the economy, the environment, desires, all change as time goes by, and you have to recognize that. Um, But the important thing is to have a plan, to have a plan set in place and be ready to attack life to be willing to take chances but make those educated chances to prepare for those opportunities and then go attack them and that's what we're going to talk about next we're going to talk about setting goals and achieving them setting goals and tracking them setting goals to become something and then becoming them and then And then and then it's an exciting life folks being a flipping genius (laughs) it's a lot of fun and i think we all can become one as long as we are focused on becoming whatever it is you want to be whatever kind of flipping genius you want to be you can do it you just have to believe in yourself and you have to track it chase it and hunt it down you can get there. Isn't that cool? I think it's pretty cool. Hey, we'll be back in the next episode. We're going to talk about the other side of this thing, about tracking that thing down and getting there the next episode of Flipping Genius. But for now, let's work together. Let's make some money. Let's all become Flipping Geniuses.